Welcome to my podcast. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast for Monday, September 26, 2022. Uh, thanks for all the positive uh, comments on the uh, uh, Ukraine situation yesterday with Dmitry Feld. I really appreciate that very much. Um, today I'm going to uh, do an odds and end Monday uh, type of uh, session uh, meeting today, and uh, I'm just going to pull together a lot of information that's been all over the place that uh, that uh, people uh, are concerned about. Uh, once again, the stock market is down today. It's not down hugely, but it is down, um, and uh, the futures were down all day yesterday. Uh, so uh, the uh, the sale of our retirement plans continues to take place over the last couple of weeks as the uh, disastrous Biden economy uh, is uh, frightening a lot of view, a lot of um, market participants. <clears throat> you know, 52 percent of Americans own stock in the stock market and probably a lot more than that have uh, investments in it and don't even realize it because they're connected to their re retirement plans. If you're a government employee, say, um, uh, as an example, uh, the, the government pension plans do invest in the stock market. So even if you don't think you're invested in the stock market, think again, because <clears throat> your pension plans are all st tied to the stock market. Last week, the Federal Reserve boosted interest rates 75 basis points and increase the target rate for uh, the interest rates that the Federal Reserve uh, charges uh, while they unload uh, bonds. Uh, so uh, they are really causing the investment community in both the bond side and the stock side to reappraise the values of everything. And that's the reason why we've had so much fear. Um, there's been a, uh, a, a modification in, in, in economic expectations, downward, I should say, and so as a result of that, <clears throat> uh, the, uh, the prices uh, that uh, are expected on stocks and bonds have to be reduced as well. Uh, so we have a, quite a negative situation. And if you add to that the 8% plus inflation rate that we have, by the way, which is just an average figure, there's a lot higher inflation in a lot of other places in, in, in our economy. Uh, eggs, as an example, are 40%. And gasoline prices once again are rising. You know that uh, Biden has said uh, that uh, gas prices have been uh, have been going down. Yeah, after he caused the price of gasoline to go up over five dollars a barrel. Yeah, it's been going down since then, but just recently back up again. And I expect, folks, it's going to go up a lot higher as we go into the winter, as the uh, world price of oil probably is going to go up as people want to heat their homes. So hold on to your seats. It's not over with. There's still a lot of bad news going on. Uh, the Ukrainian situation is definitely a negative for the world stock markets and investment community, particularly with Russia threatening to use nuclear weapons uh, in Ukraine. Um, that's got a lot of people uh, roiled and worried. Um, and I understand thousands of Russians are trying to leave the country. Um they're able to go into Finland. And uh, I, I just read that uh, on uh, Saturday alone, 8,000 Russians piled into Sweden to get away from Putin's draft. Uh, Putin announced last week a draft of 300,000 uh, call up um, to send these uh, these young people, in many cases not so young, all the way up to the age of 60, 
into Ukraine to fight with archaic weapons and no training, they'll be machine gunned down. They'll be cannon fodder, as they say. And that's the reason why people are leaving uh, Russia in droves. They're going into uh, into uh, Mongolia and they're going into uh, Finland and they're they're getting on airplanes to get out of the country. And the 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 uh, fees that are being charged on those airlines are exorbitant fees because the demand is so high. Um, the situation in Russia is terrible. And the situation that Russia is causing in Europe is terrible, as well as in the United States and North America. Uh, as far as Europe is concerned, Europe and North America are approaching winter. Uh, and, uh, and Putin, of course, has cut off natural gas supplies uh, to Europe, exposing the insanity of Europe's energy policies, green energy policies, in which the green Marxists, receiving millions of dollars, by the way, from the Kremlin to push a green agenda in Europe, which meant no drilling for fossil fuels in the EU and only receiving natural gas from Russia. That was considered the green agenda, as if Russian natural gas, when it burns, gives off less carbon dioxide than uh, European-produced natural gas. Nothing could be further from the truth. Um, you can see the insanity of this green energy agenda in Europe. Now, Germany has uh, passed a law to fire up all of its nuclear reactors. I hope they can get that done soon enough before the winter strikes. Um, and uh, you, it also brings out the insanity of... Um, Biden's energy policies here in the United States. It's the same thing, folks. What is what is Biden doing? He he doesn't want to drill. He doesn't want America. He want he promised to basically destroy or eviscerate the petroleum industry in the United States. And that's why we have five dollar. Uh, that's why we have had five dollar a gallon gasoline. Um, they didn't want to drill in the Arctic. They didn't want new permits. They wanted to make it as hard as possible. They stopped the Keystone Pipeline. And the result of this is that uh, energy prices skyrocketed as they pushed electric vehicles on us. Um, so um, the uh, Biden solution was to go to Venezuela, Saudi Arabia and Iran to uh, get the oil we need uh, caused by the deficiency uh, in American supply, um, and uh, somehow that's supposed to cause less greenhouse gas emissions. Well, folks, nothing could be further from the truth. you got to burn energy to bring the oil overseas to the United States. And by the way, those electric vehicles, you wouldn't believe the slave labor that goes into building those electric vehicles and the rare earth materials, all of which come from China. Uh, China, yep. Uh, and uh, the the uh, cost to the environment uh, in burning electricity, making electricity for these cars, where do you think it comes from? It comes from coal-fired, oil-fired, and natural gas-fired um, power plants. So that gives off as much carbon dioxide as uh, gasoline-powered cars. Uh, the only difference is, is that you lose energy when you transmit that energy over power lines. So actually... Electric vehicles pollute more, yet we're being sold, uh, we're being told uh, to virtue signal by owning electric vehicles, which, by the way, cost on average twenty to $25,000 more per car 
at a time when people can't afford to buy food and, and gasoline because of inflation, and they may lose their jobs on top of that. It's crazy. It's insane. It's the same policy that screwed Europe with Russia. We have entered into the same insane policy here in the United States. The problem with this policy is that it's just going to keep inflation high and it's going to keep the pressure on interest rates going up and crashing the stock market. That's the big problem with it, that if you crash the stock market, you're going to go into a recession. And we're in, I believe we're in a recession already. We've had two consecutive quarters earlier this year with no, no uh, economic growth, and that's considered to be um, a recession. To add insanity to the insanity... Uh, if you continue along the lines of thinking about Biden's energy policies, Biden is sending tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine, which I support. He wants to defeat Russia's invasion, genocidal invasion of Ukraine. However, by keeping the price of oil high, he is ensuring that Putin continues to have enough money to fight this unconscionably evil, catastrophic war against um, against Ukraine. It is true that China and India are purchasing the oil and natural gas that had been supplied to Europe at a discount, a 30% discount. So Putin is losing money on that deal. But because the price is so high, it doesn't matter. The Kremlin keeps on getting billions of dollars with which to hopefully continue fighting this war. Of course, this country is falling apart and his economy is a disaster area. Um, and uh, But he doesn't seem to care about his own people. He just cares about his ego and that he thought he was going to go into Ukraine and end this war in three or four days. And here we are many months later. And the uh, the Russians are getting their asses kicked, frankly, in eastern Ukraine. And the uh, Ukrainians recently have, have taken back over 3,000 square miles of, of territory that Russia had claimed. So let's see. Back here in the U.S. and connected to all of this is the crime problem. We see crime spiking all over the country. It's spiking in New York. It's spiking in New Orleans. It's spiking in Chicago. It's spiking in L.A. Why? Because we have these crazy defund the police people who want to keep in power these George Soros appointed DAs who let them right out after they're arrested. They spend a night in jail and they're out the next morning. And they're back on the street again to commit violent crimes, making our communities progressively less and less safe. Newt Gingrich recently came out and stated that that we're going to be seeing the end of our civilization soon in our cities if we do not stop this. He's absolutely correct. We cannot allow this to continue and to think that we're going to have a safe society. These uh, liberal progressives that are running these blue cities are literally destroying these cities and they're, 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 they're blaming all of their problems on Trump. Now, Trump's been out of office for almost two years. How could Trump be possibly responsible for the malfeasance of these stupid, uh, uh, self-centered, power-hungry 
politicians in blue cities. It's the same thing as with immigration folks. It's the same thing that Trump is being blamed for the massive influx of illegals coming into the country this year. Two million have already entered the country, folks. Two million. And the American taxpayer is supposed to pay for these people's education. They're supposed to pay for their health care. They're supposed to pay for the whole bill. Plus, a lot of these cities want to give them money for being here. So while Trump was in, in office, the price of gasoline was under $2 a barrel, and there was no crime spiking, and illegal immigration was under control. You may recall the policy of the of the administration then to uh, send them back to Mexico where they'd be held until a determination would be made about their eligibility. And Trump was completing the wall. And back under those uh, under that administration, under the Trump administration, immigration had been largely halted. Illegal immigration had been largely halted. So we can see the same kind of crazy thinking with the criminal justice system and immigration. Everything's blamed on Trump while the Democrats uh, do nothing to ameliorate the problem. Same with the homeless. So it it makes me think, why why do they want this? Why it's it almost seems intentional that they want to flood the society with two million this year and two million last year illegal immigrants. They want the crime spiking and whatnot. They they, to us, it seems like it's a failure of of, uh, 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 in terms of the way they run things. But you know what, folks, I, I really think that the Biden administration is not really being run by Biden. I think he's a front man, and I think that there are others behind the scenes that are really running things. And the ones that are behind the scenes are the Marxists. And these people believe in tearing down societies. They really do. They believe in tearing down the economy. They believe in tearing down our cities. They believe in tearing down our families um, so that they can destroy things to such a point that that the people will welcome them to come in with a communist or Marxist or socialist agenda to, you know, quote unquote, straighten things out. I actually think it's intentional. I think they're smart people and they have a theory. It's called Marxism. And they know that they will never institute Marxism with the support of the American people so that in order to gain control, they have to make things worse in the country in order to gain that control. And I think that's exactly what's going on right now. Think about the 100,000 people who die in this country every year from fentanyl overdoses. Do you think the 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 uh, the uh, Democrats are making a mistake here and allowing the fentanyl to come in? I don't think so. I think that the Democrats welcome the fentanyl coming over. If they really were concerned about it, they sure as hell could have done a lot to stop it. But they're not. And it's coming in 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 huge quantities, enough to kill us all several times, undoubtedly. Why? Because it's just another dent in the fab or, uh, uh, framework or fabric of American society. They want to destroy American society. They can do it with the economy. They can do it with fentanyl overdoses. They can do it with illegal immigration. They can do it with criminality. They can do it with just about anything that we have relied upon to make us feel safe and secure in our homes and in our communities, that they're trying to take that away from us so that we will capitulate and give in to their demands for a Marxist socialist takeover of the United States government. It all kind of adds up to me, and it kind of makes a lot of sense. There's a great series, folks, on Fox Nation that you could you could listen to. It's called The Unauthorized History of Socialism by Brett Baer. 
Uh, I strongly recommend it. It's it's very, very informative. One of the highlights of the series <clears throat> is it brings out the idea that Marx and Engels predicted that there would be a worker revolution. Um, they believed in class conflict as the driver of all things political and that uh, that capitalism is an exploitative uh, uh, economic system uh, so that eventually the workers being exploited too much would rebel and create a takeover by uh, getting rid of capitalism and institu instituting socialism, which would be the nationalization of all private property, in particular the means of production. However, Lenin became very concerned when he came into power in Russia in, the, in 1918 or 1917, uh, that the that instead of a worker revolution occurring, um, it, it it didn't happen. Yeah, there was a there was a revolution to throw out the czars, but it was a liberal uh, government that that uh, took its place. And when Lenin saw that the workers at that point were not uh, overwhelmingly going against private property and and the means of production, Lenin decided that it was time to institute communism by forcing it down the throats of the Russian people. Uh, his theory was that they need a, a leadership of, 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 of elite communists to force communism onto the people. And that's exactly what happened. The second revolution after the uh, October Revolution was the Bolshevik Revolution, and the Bolshevik communists were the ones that believed in forcing communism down the throats of of the Russians. And the reason this is very, very important, folks, is we really have the same thing happening in a way here in the United States. There's never been a worker revolt because the workers under capitalism become more prosperous. They have homes, they have cars, they have saving accounts, they have pension funds, they have Social Security, Medicare, medical insurance, whatnot. All of these things are the result of the fact that the capitalist system works rather well. So the Marxists in America are resorting to all kinds of other devices to divide and conquer us. As an example, forcing uh, gender ideology upon our children in school and, and making it a crime for parents to try to, quote-unquote, prevent sex change or, or gender uh, medical treatment processes for their children when their children... Uh, make some kind of comments in school about their gender. Um, gender uh, uh, politic politics is just another divide and contact, uh, conquer scheme that the Democrats are relying on in order to control us. Uh, along with that is um, the uh, idea of critical race theory, um, which uh, is being instituted across our country to convince our young students that America is a systematically or systemically racist nation. Um, so this is another divide and conquer uh, 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 approach uh, to divide kids from their parents and to make kids hate America so that they won't fight for America, they won't join the military, um, and uh, they will oppose America by becoming Marxists themselves. And then we have what's going on in our universities, which is the imposition of, of, of Marxist uh, 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 curricula in history classes to convince our 
are students of the wrongs of America and that we are really an evil country and we need to be replaced with a Marxist country. Add to that the climate green agenda, green uh, New Deal agenda that the the Marxists, environmental Marxists, as I call them, are trying to terrify our students into thinking the world will end. Indeed, I, as a psychologist, have actually treated children, young children in high school that were so terrified that the world was going to end because of 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 um, of greenhouse gas uh, emissions and and uh, uh, global warming that they needed therapy in order to be able to sleep at night and overcome their anxieties. In many cases, the therapy involves deprogramming them, get, getting these kids to realize it's a lie. The world is not going to end in 10 years and that they're only being told this by Marxist uh, environmentalists that want uh, power. And the only way they can achieve power is by lying to kids in school uh, uh, to uh, convert them into terrified individuals that will look to their Marxist professors for answers. So this is kind of where America is at right now. It's in bad shape, folks. And uh, I think that a lot of this has been through design. Uh, it's not it's not coincidental and it's not random. Um, there's a lot of other subtexts going on that are really, really concerning. Um, there's a war on those states that have right to work laws, which are, are, are laws that give people the choice if they choose to not belong to a union. They, they don't have to belong to a union. Um, that's, that's going on. Uh, the high taxation in, the, uh, in, in places like California, Illinois, and New York, uh, and other states is, is obviously causing tremendous economic hardships to the extent that they're losing population. And people are moving to Texas, and they're moving to Tennessee, and they're moving to Florida where the tax rates are, are much more affordable. So that's what's going on, folks. Thanks for listening. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast. I welcome your questions and comments. God bless America. God help the people of Ukraine. Peace. Peace.